Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, August 14th, and this is for the week of August 14th through the 20th. Mm. The moon is in Scorpio, and the sun is in Leo for one more week. Uh, this weekend, the fixed signs are battling it out in the sky. And in true fixed sign fashion, none of the signs involved are going to want to budge an inch. This weekend, we have the Scorpio moon opposing Uranus in Taurus. Mm. And that could lead to some impulsive, maybe rebellious behavior and any of us could feel a little restless when dealing with this particular influence. It could also inspire us to do something spontaneous, to kind of break up the monotony, break up our regular routines. So if you are feeling a bit restless this weekend, that's one thing that might be contributing to it. Mm. And I'd say try to channel it into something positive if you can, or maybe try to come at an old problem with a new inventive approach. Sunday, the Scorpio moon will take on the sun, because why not? Uh, the sun is currently in Leo, and the moon and sun will form a square at 8.20 a.m. Pacific on Sunday. Mm. So our heart and our mind could feel a bit out of sync. The Leo sun wants us to go out there and declare to the world how awesome we are, while the Scorpio moon wants to take a more guarded approach. It would prefer to establish trust before letting strangers in. The Scorpio moon will also square Jupiter later Sunday at 4.23 p.m. Pacific. Jupiter is that happy-go-lucky planet that tries to see the best in every situation, and that kind of a vibe can sometimes feel a bit superficial to the Scorpio moon, which is more focused on getting to the root of things, the ultimate truth of things, and it's not going to necessarily project a rosy outlook onto a situation unless it is truly warranted. However, the moon will also encounter some buddies this weekend as it journeys through Scorpio. Sunday morning, it will form a nice trine with Neptune, which is currently in Pisces. And that could help with the flow of emotions and the flow of communication a bit better. We don't have a lot of water out there in the charts right now, so that would be good for a little water energy for you water seekers. Look for that hit Sunday morning. And that could create a real dreamy energy for at least a few hours Sunday morning. A good time to nurture yourself, nurture others, if possible. The Scorpio moon will also form a sextile with its good friend Pluto, mm. which is currently in Capricorn on Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Pacific. So on Sunday, our, our intuitions might be heightened a bit. We also might be able to verbalize any intense feelings we've been experiencing or talk to someone about things that have been bothering us. The Scorpio moon usually wants us to voice whatever is troubling us, bring it out to the surface and get it into the open, get it into the light. When Scorpio energy feels supported, it can verbalize these intense feelings with grace and with uh, a supportive uh, aspect with Pluto this weekend, hopefully that will help with that. 
Before the moon leaves Scorpio Sunday evening, it will form a sextile with Venus, which is currently in Virgo. So that's another positive influence for the Scorpio moon. That will happen at 8.05 p.m. on Sunday night. And hopefully that will help smooth over any difficult things that might come up during this particular Scorpio moon, if anything comes up at all. But overall, this weekend might have sort of a goth vibe, mm. for lack of a better term. I felt compelled to watch one of my favorite spooky movies of all time last night, Carnival of the Souls, which is a nice creepy film that came out in 1962. And I think it's a great movie to watch anytime, but especially during a Scorpio moon. And the other thing I wanted to mention about this weekend is that the planet Venus is about to leave Virgo. And Venus has not been particularly comfortable during its stay in Virgo. They say Venus is in its fall when it's in Virgo, meaning that it doesn't necessarily work well there. Uh, and Venus is that planet that's known to bring beauty to our worlds, to help ease things, make life a little bit easier for us. And it's having trouble doing that right now while it's in Virgo. So if you are a Venus fan like I am mm -hmm. and prefer Venus to be bubbly and upbeat and cuddly and cute like the baby bulldog I met earlier today, <laughs> well, the good news is that Venus will be returning to its home sign of Libra. Well, technically, it's one of its home, home signs. Taurus is the other. We can't expect Venus to just choose one sign. It finds beauty in all of the signs. But with Venus and Libra, it will function much better there. As we know that during this time, we could, this time of uh, human existence, we could use as much help as possible when it comes to our interaction with others. And I think Venus and Libra is going to help with that quite a bit. Mm. Venus will officially enter Libra on Sunday, August 15th at 9.27 p.m. And I know Almy will be doing all kinds of cartwheels then because Almy has Venus in Libra. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, get ready to, yeah, get ready to do some cartwheels. I guess I forgot. Cool. Actually, uh, while we're on the topic, do you have any big plans, Almy, while Venus is in Libra? That's tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow. And it'll be there until uh, September 10th. Probably just the White Lotus finale. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we'll watch the White Lotus finale tomorrow. Nice. That's a show we've been watching on HBO. And um, great Venus and Libra activity, according to Almy, who would know because she does have Venus and Libra. I do. And I guess this is as good a time as any to segue to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Mm. In addition to having Venus in Libra, Elmi also has her son in Scorpio. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And Elmi, as a Scorpio, you know, I mentioned I watched Carnival of the Souls last night. Uh, this is kind of a random question, but as a Scorpio, do you have a favorite horror movie? Oh, that's a good Scorpio question. Let me think. I guess it's probably The Shining. That's the one that I always go back to. I think that would be my answer. Yeah, let's go with that. It's a good answer. Of course, The Shining is a classic horror movie. Um, I'm trying to remember. I might not remember this correctly, but I think at one point in the time that you and I have known each other, you mentioned that David Lynch's Mulholland Drive was a movie you at least found to be pretty creepy, if not necessarily a horror movie. But would you say that movie is scary or frightening? Yes, I think that movie is very scary without necessarily being a horror movie. Absolutely. 
I guess it really depends on how you define horror. The Shining, to me, seems like a safe pick for that, but absolutely Mulholland Drive is very scary. Uh, there's that one scene behind the restaurant, of course, that is super spooky. I also love the movie Scream, but I actually don't consider that a horror movie. I consider that more of like a thriller or comedy, but I know that's another one that could be considered horror. So it really depends. And when you're asking a Scorpio, I think a lot of films that aren't scary movies are scary to them and vice versa. Because don't we have like a special heart feelings for the scary and the dark? Yeah. Do you have an example maybe of a movie that's not necessarily considered a horror movie, but as a Scorpio, you find it to be incredibly creepy? Yeah. Mulholland Drive for sure. Also Lost Highway. Um, I think most people, though, would consider Lost Highway to be creepy. Maybe I meant the reverse in that I consider, I don't know. You know what? I actually have no idea what I'm trying to say right now. Perfect. Well, that works. And you've shared quite a bit. And we appreciate that, as always, that you shared your Scorpio perspective. Oh, sure. And it's a Scorpio Moon weekend. And, um, yeah, thank you, Almi, as always. We appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. So, yeah, as mentioned this weekend, uh, we do have a Scorpio Moon. It's the last, well, one of the last weekends of Leo, so you might be out there living it up and uh, and doing that and enjoying the last few weeks of summer. Um, this week coming up here is going to be pretty active, I would say. Uh, as mentioned, it is going to be the last week of Leo. It's also a full moon week. We're going to be moving towards a full moon. And we're going to have a Sagittarius moon kicking it off. Uh, the moon's going to go into Sagittarius Sunday night, mm-hmm. August 15, around 8 o'clock p.m. And that will definitely start spicing things up. We might not feel it quite as much until Monday But Monday and Tuesday, the moon will be in Sag. We might feel a bit hyper uh, because the Sagittarius moon is going to form squares with the Virgo planets. Uh, The Sagittarius moon will square Mercury and Mars on Monday. So that's going to make things interesting. I'm not quite sure when uh, when mutable signs get together like that. It's just kind of all bets are off. So if Monday feels like a bit of a hurricane, Wait until maybe, at this point, maybe Wednesday until the moon enters Capricorn. Maybe you can feel like you can get a handle on things a little bit better then. But Monday, Tuesday, I expect the energy to be downright hyper. Mm. And I especially tell you to be safe on the roads. I think people are going to be moving pretty quickly wherever you go, especially on the roads. So uh, take care. And also, I mentioned Venus will be entering Libra Sunday night. Now, when Venus is going, well, when any planet first enters another sign, and again, astrologers have different takes on this, but I feel from my observations, it takes a little time to warm up. It's like Venus has been in Virgo, and it's going to shift into Libra where it's going to function better. But the first day or two, as as Venus is getting further into Libra, it's still going to be fairly exhausted getting over being in Virgo. And it's not like it just snaps its fingers and is fully functional in Libra. So Monday, Tuesday, uh, as I mentioned, we're going to maybe have some hyper energy thanks to the Sagittarius moon. And Venus is still going to be kind of waking up. It's going to be a little groggy. So people might be a little potentially abrasive or prickly, whatever you want to call it. I would not suggest getting into it with people early this week, Monday and Tuesday. We might all be a little collectively cranky Mm. and stressed. So wait until maybe Wednesday for that kind of a stuff. Put off difficult conversations if you can. 
late Tuesday, August 17th, the moon will go into Capricorn, which, of course, is an Earth sign. And on Wednesday, August 18th, that Capricorn moon is going to be forming all kinds of friendly aspects with the other Earth signs. Right now, Mars is in Virgo, which is an Earth sign. Mercury is in Virgo, which is an Earth sign. So the Capricorn moon is going to get along very well with Mars and Mercury. It's also going to get, get along well with Uranus. Uranus is in Taurus. And as we've said countless times on the show, Uranus is not particularly comfortable in Taurus and vice versa. Taurus is very traditional energy. Uranus is about looking towards the future and dreaming and and uh, taking chances, taking risks. And Taurus energy is more risk adverse. However, with the moon in Capricorn, the Taurus and Uranus thing is going to get along well. It says, finally, here's someone who understands me. Mm. So a lot of Earth love coming our way Wednesday into Thursday. If you are an Earth sign, you might be feeling especially uh, great. The big event this week is the planet Uranus is going to go retrograde. And that is happening Thursday, August 19th at 6.40 p.m. Pacific. Now, with an outer planet like Uranus, when that goes retrograde, you know, it's going to be retrograde for about five months. Mm. So we're not going to feel the entire retrograde uh, phase as acutely as we do like when Mercury is in retrograde. Because okay. uh, this is an outer planet. It's going to have more of a general influence. Mercury retrograde can very much impact our day-to-day -day activities. Whereas Uranus, a little further out there, it's not necessarily going to affect us day-to-day. -day. However, the days around the time Uranus goes retrograde, that's when we could feel it, in our, either in our lives or you can see it in the world. Mm. So again, the retrograde officially starts for Uranus on Thursday, August 19th. But at any point this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday... Friday, Saturday, that's the entire week, uh, we could see some big events, just kind of surprises seemingly coming out of nowhere mm. that could really shake things up. We might see them in our own lives. We might see them in the world. But I expect uh, at least a few surprises this week when Uranus goes retrograde. Mm. So that's another time you're going to want to put on your helmet and strap in. And Uranus will be retrograde until January 18th, 2022. Um, later in the week, I'm looking at August 20th at this point, which is Friday, the moon is going to enter Aquarius. So Wednesday, Thursday, presumably we're hopefully tackling more practical things while the moon was in Capricorn as we also danced around Uranus retrograde. By the time moon, the moon gets into Aquarius on Friday, again, the energy level is just going to be pretty hyper. Uh, Aquarius energy is very active mental energy. And we have a lot of Virgo planets right now, which are also very active mental energy. And um, let's just we'll see what happens here. It's also the last week of Leo. Mm. So we can really be connected to our egos. There's going to be a lot of temptation this week to do impulsive things. I'm just saying. <laughs> so wherever you can, try to take a breath. Try to slow down. Even if you are someone who meditates regularly, this might be one of those weeks where you're meditating, but you can also tell your mind is constantly going. You're not as able to detach from it maybe as you normally would. And again, as we know with meditation, that doesn't mean the meditation isn't working. It's just you're more aware of how hyper your mind currently is. And I think that's going to be one of these weeks where we're just, whoa, thinking a lot. 
So um, find a way to use that energy uh, and channel it, you know, obviously uh, in a positive way, in a constructive way. If you exercise, exercise twice as much this week, maybe mm. or something. Um, but if you are able to find a way to settle down, slow things down, that's ideal. At the same time, if you aren't able to do that, man, that's what the planets are doing this week. Um, so just uh, be aware of it. And um, as I mentioned, we are going to eventually have a full moon on Sunday, August 22nd. And the sun will also enter Virgo on Sunday, August 22nd. Mm. So um, I don't know. I think that's about good for this week. That's enough stuff for people to chew on. <laughs> so uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the week. Wear a helmet. It will not be boring. I guarantee you that right now. And we love you. Thank you, as always, for listening. And I think Almy is going to take us out with a few deep breaths. Thank you. And thanks again, everyone, for listening. We so appreciate your support. Let's take some nice deep breaths now. So uh, get in a comfortable position. You can sit down, you can lie down, whatever feels best for you. This is about just relaxing for a few moments. So you can close your eyes if you want to, if that helps. And take a nice, slow, deep breath in through your nose. And slowly exhale through your mouth. Great, and let's take another slow, deep cleansing breath in through the nose. And slow exhale through the mouth. One more slow, deep breath in. And a slow release. All right. As always, shake out any tension that you may be carrying in your shoulders, your back, your neck, your forehead, your jaw. Unclench. Give yourself a little stretch. And thank you again for your support and for listening. If you want to follow us on Instagram for more updates on astrology this week, then you can follow us at Something About Astrology. Otherwise, we will talk to you again soon. Thanks.